0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Jay here for Full Time Devils. This is the live Full Time Devils podcast. And it's live. It's live. And it's live. You know, get involved in the chat. Let us know what you think. Um, Joining me today are two people that don't need an introduction, but I'll give them one anyway. The infamous Stephen Allison is over there. Um, and the very calm and collected Andy Tate is here as well, who's just loving Manchester United at the minute, aren't you, Amanda? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get into all the latest United news, um, starting with Ollie's press conference. He just had his press conference.
3: Yeah, and he's like, I saw um, one of the reporters from the formerly great local newspaper, now disreputable online blog, um, tweet something about warm balls and hot balls, and I was like, that's not a real quote, is it? But it is a real quote.
2: Right, so, wait, I'd say warm balls and hot balls. You're talking about the, um, taking the balls out for the...
3: Yeah, so he's, he's clearly said this as a the, joke.
2: The yeah, he said something about
3: cup. why we're playing Wolves again. And he said it as a joke and he's like, oh, you know what the FA are like with their warm balls and their hot balls, or cold balls and their hot balls. But you can't say stuff like that, mate. No. If, even as a joke, I don't because on enjoyable. on print
2: now that looks like yeah because
3: one of the reporters from a formerly great local newspaper now disreputable online bloggers put it out <laughs> and it looks exactly like <laughs> the most damning thing I think thing I've got out. that from the
2: great newspaper seen that, that quote seen that quote reputable online blog um, and this, I always I always feel like to the disclaimer because I know some of the people that work for them they're all right but they're you know news reporters um, right okay, yeah
3: yeah people who work on the football side yeah not so much. Um,
2: but Moyes said that, didn't he? Moyes made the thing about when he got... When, you remember when he took over? Fix your computer, yeah.
1: Well, he, 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 he made He got some claim. City, City, Liverpool... Chelsea. Yeah, in the first four games, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, and he was, uh, like you say, oh, only this could happen to me. Yeah, he, he made a sort hey, of. it's a joke
3: everybody else, right, has had to play Liverpool, but not Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool play, right? If you watch, look at the fixtures. They, they they've lit- got to play the 19 teams below
2: play. They play Bournemouth every other week. They play Watford three times a month, and they play um, <laughs> Norwich at least four times a month. Well. But they haven't played at Liverpool. Home. Liverpool yeah, haven't exactly.
3: Even, they never draw them in a cup. They never played them in the league. Hey, and why has that no looked? Why have we got to play Liverpool? Hey, but they don't. Why? Why haven't Liverpool got to
2: play the um, World Club Cup winners? Do you know what I mean? A Bit What's out of right? order that. Um, yeah, so Solskjaer has been going through everything, and what's the first question you think you got asked about?
3: Oh uh, yeah, it's definitely Podborn it. Yes, yeah, got it in one.
2: Your mate, Andy, who you love daily. Yeah. Um so this is what um he said. He said he's suffered a different ankle inju- injury to the one that he has that's kept him out for the majority of the season. Um well that's as clear as mud then, isn't it? So... Right, hang on.
3: For starters, did oh, anybody believe that utter wibble that came out in an obvious press release in the mail yesterday, which is like, Paul wanted to prove his commitment by playing on through the injury, which is now aggravated by doing so. Because So then that's a lie. Right. If it was obviously a different ankle that like he's just injured. I mean, it was nonsense anyway. And the fact that, all right, he's proving his commitment. Prove your commitment by telling your fucking agent to shut his mouth for five seconds. Exactly. What, what makes me laugh
2: about this, right, is
3: Pogba came out in the summer and said,
2: more or less... I want to leave Manchester United. I want a new challenge. I want to go. Right? That's how he's
3: proven his commitment.
2: Yeah. Now, funnily enough, even though it's a bit gutted because he's our best player and I want him to stay, I get it, right? Okay. And sometimes you reap what you sow. Let's not forget. You know, We got him years ago, as you remember, but both of you remember. We got him from Le Havre, was it?
3: No. Um, yeah, it was Le Havre. Yeah,
2: Le Havre, yeah. There was a little bit of controversy there when we got him because they had him as a youngster, as a child, nurtured him, and then we, Big United, come in, Big Evil United, we'll have a bit of that. So he wasn't like he grew up in the streets of Bagley and was a uh, you know spotted by a scout playing football in the street you know near Wimminshaw Hospital. We we got him from another club. He came for a couple of years. Didn't want to stick around. Wanted to go to Juve. Okay, I can live with that. Cause, you know, fair enough. Bit gutted at the time because I loved him as a young player. You player I used to watch the youth team quite a lot. He went. I can live with that. He comes back for eighty nine million quid, right? So and then this narrative starts. He's coming back home. He always wanted. He never wanted to leave United. Right. It makes no sense to me why you'd want to leave United with Sir Alex Ferguson as manager and come back a few years later when Jose's taking over. But all right, whatever. So this starts, you know, he's, he's back to his boyhood club and all this sort of drivel. Three years later, he wants to leave, which doesn't even surprise me, really, because I always thought we'd have Pogba and Jose for about three or four years. But I honestly thought within those three years, we'd win a title. I did. I know it's deluded now, and it looks stupid. No, haven't we all? Yeah, I think we all, yeah, all, well, I think we really all thought something. that. I did didn't we? you know we all did after, videos? Still waiting for Jose's going to come in. here, He's going to tear the gaff up, upset everyone, leave in three years' time, but we'll probably get a title out of it. Um, yeah, two out of three,
3: man.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so now when Pogba says he wanted to leave after three years, I wasn't that surprised. I was disappointed, but I'm not that like, shocked because, like I have said earlier, he, you know, he wasn't a massive United fan, or never. I never saw him spending the rest of his career here. Now, the problem he's got is no one really came in for him the sort of money that United wanted. I mean, was it Real Madrid who offered James Rodriguez and 40 mil or something That's stupid?
3: I don't know if that was ever confirmed, but it, there was some rumours of, of that, wasn't there? It? But it's not just that. I mean, uh, I've just done a transfer review this morning and it's like, Paul Pogba, he's going. Well, where's he going? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know where he's going to go. Like, where is he going to go? Like, there's no one, there's no rumours of anyone realistically being in for him is there you can't no. go to china no more because that door's just been slammed shut he shouldn't be going to china anyway no, he shouldn't no. but like that's not even an option no. for him so like where is he going to go there's talk of him going to juve but like Juve are signing all the players by the sounds of things On so, free like...
2: transfers but are they are they like for manchester united now they're probably looking at it and thinking at the, the going rate for a world superstar like paul Pogba at the peak of his career almost who he hasn't just won a World Cup because sometimes that can be a misleading. Cleberson won a World Cup. Doesn't mean anything. Rocky Jr. won a World Cup and I saw him play for Leeds and he was fucking terrible. Paul Pogba was an integral part of France winning that World Cup.
3: It, it, I think he was man of the match in the final. I just Agreed. don't think they give him the, uh, the Budweiser man of the match trophy because he doesn't drink. I, I think that was the whole, right. I think Griezmann got it for, for that reason. Yeah. For me, he was man of the match.
2: Exactly. you know, And people said, he's never as good because he can't. can went off in the final and Pogba was absolutely running the show against a very good Croatian midfield. So. He comes back as a World Cup winner, and I think he was a bit like, "I'm a World Cup winner, I ain't gonna win much here." Mm. And I think rather than it sort of making him more determined to be a success, United have the opposite effect of him thinking, "You know, well, why am I like, here? Why am I here watching my mates who play for France winning titles?" But so and, in and this and like selfish attitude, for the Champions just wrong League.
3: anyway. Do you not think Brian Robson felt similar things just, watching I Liverpool win mate. everything
2: time? the I could not agree with you more, but I, I can't allow myself to compare him to Brian Robson because it just gets me nowhere. But I, that's what Brian Robson
3: right. should have been. right. If Brian Robson had come in 2016, he would have been a world record midfielder. He would have had well, a deep sponsorship. Tra- he
2: was a transfer record anyway. Yeah. So if you look at inflation been yeah. whatever be the British transfer record is now, yeah. that would have been Brian Robson. Of course it would. And if you look at it, and I've had the great fortune to interview Brian Robson, and he spoke about how Maradona, at the time, Maradona went from Barcelona to Napoli for whatever it was, three million whatever, and United said, you can only leave for that price <coughs> because he was rated as highly as Maradona. Yep. Now, you may laugh when you compare him to Brian Robson, but anyone who knows anything about history of Manchester United, in 1984, we played Barcelona. One man scored two goals and had the man of the match performance. It wasn't Maradona, it was Brian Robson. Brian Robson was an absolute colossus as a midfielder. So he was wanted by Italian clubs. And he, what he said when I spoke to him, he said that he told the chairman, if you give me a long term deal, a seven year deal, which was pretty unheard of, because I'm happy to stay United as long as I know my entire future career is here and I'm going to be looked after. So they gave him, the club gave him a seven year deal, which was the best bit of business probably this club has ever done, tying him down. Because even though we didn't win a lot during the first four or five of those years, without him, we probably would have been getting relegated or fine relegation because he was the absolute shining star in a team that was struggling a lot of times although we had some talented players a lot of them were injured and and, and other things so yeah i get where you're coming from i'd love Pogba to have that attitude but he hasn't and again i think a little bit of it is you reap what you sow we should have not saw this coming so i'm not that surprised a leopard leopard never changes its spots
1: that's pogba yeah and it's it's going one way and he's going out the door it's just a question of when it's a circus there's a constant circus around the guy yeah and Constant circus around, the and game. the club don't need it. I mean, fair enough. I think they've bought, they've messed both each other around with the promise of signings when Papa come in, the board, and uh, you know who we've messed. have messed everybody about. They messed Mourinho about. Promises have been broken. Uh, i am starting to wonder: is there the, a, is the, there yes. any money there to, to spend? Messed around.
3: So the word I was getting uh, of going into the window, and I remember people give me a lot of shit for this when I put this out there, because they're like, that's not what's going to happen. Well, it fucking happened. Um, I think we'd already signed uh, James and wan and I'd, I'd heard one, maybe two more. And we signed Maguire. So it was absolutely bang on. And the word was, at the time, Oli had been promised a total overhaul. And that's when he signed, when he signed his contract uh, to be the permanent manager. They was like, you can have a complete overhaul of uh, the first team which to me means at least five signings I think well if you look at, it, at the, after the
2: Everton game was the, the first time probably the only time you ever seen Ollie hint at that when he said some of them won't be here yeah so he, that smacks to me what you're saying is true that in his head he, and he knows like, or he's been promised you can get rid of a load of these and obviously replace them
3: no this was, this was somebody at the club having a, a conversation with an agent that I know um, the agent's got players at the club and he went it's all right for you you know some, he's, he's got a couple of young lads there, and he was like it's all right for you because these will play next year everything he said was absolutely correct yeah it was a you know it was a, it was a guy involved in partly in recruitment at the club and he, he was absolutely correct so the board have tied all his hands now i know all the comments have be like all he said he's happy with the squad are you fucking stupid like Ollie's literally trying to be the opposite of what Jose was because Jose crushed the confidence <laughs> of loads of people last summer. Yeah, that Absolutely mean, crushed it. Yeah, yeah. I know Ollie was not happy with that squad. Hence why you've seen players like essentially just fucking cut out of the squad already this year and they've only come back in because we've got no other options to play them. Ollie was not happy with the squad. Ollie clearly wanted more players. The fact that he's coming out and saying that is so he can go... Try and put some confidence into the players that he's got to work with. If he was happy with the squad, why do you think he was so hard trying to sign Haaland? Think about it, man. The actions of the guy don't match the words of the guy. What he says in a press conference, don't ever take it all at face value. Some of it will be absolutely true in what he thinks. But there's an agenda behind everything a manager, an agent, especially if you've been listening to Raiola in the last week, can you um, help but listen to Raola? Yeah. I wish he'd Did you shut he said up last for night? five minutes. I'm he said, Why hearing? is everyone moaning at me for making money as an agent? I um, actually sold two boys for 150 million last year. They're a football club, my friend. I oh, know. You're not. You're <laughs> a man.
2: He literally <laughs> thinks of himself as a club. And what's annoying me now is people are always saying, Well, you know what? Rayola might be this and that and the other, but he's right about about this. He's doing it for. He's got an agenda, Rayola. His agenda is he to is make right. lots of money. And yes, he's right. He's right about. The fact that Manchester and United's structure Jose is a, is a joke. Jose was right about a yeah. lot of things, but, but it was, was doesn't also doesn't the mean, cause of yeah, a lot of those exactly. issues. Exactly, and it's not like, and you now we're getting into this situation where people are sort of praising Raiola and criticizing Oli, but the two situations are completely different. Raiola's only interested to make loads of money and to to get the most money he can out of Paul Pogba. And for me, the the sort of the problem we've got now with that is, obviously, Pogba wants to go. Rayola would love to sell him, and I don't think anyone is coming in with the sort of money that United want for him. And you look at Paul Pogba's value in today's current market, you're probably looking at a £120, £130 million pound player.
3: Should do, shouldn't if, we, if shouldn't Coutinho, be.
2: Going... If if casino's £140 million, if Hazard is £100 million, and you look at Pogba's age, and we live in this age where it does matter. The market Hazard value was the end of they, a contract
3: they, as well, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Pogba's got an extension which they will just trigger. Exactly. The so you look, at, you look at his age, and also
2: the sort of the the global appeal that he has in merchandise and stuff like that. You have to look at that in the modern era because people do. The shirt sales that he's generating and all that sort of nonsense. So he's probably worth about 120, 130 million, but no one's coming in with that.
3: Hey commenters, can anyone know? Because I can't I try to look yeah, into the bit Sorry, do get yesterday. involved in the
2: comments guys, this is live, sorry about that as I'm not um, mentioned that yeah. Has
3: any of Rayola's clients ever got a gold clock? Like have, have any of them ever had a, <laughs> a long career anywhere at a club? Yes, yeah, it's Latin like he stayed as a one club man. He
2: stayed, at, um, he stayed. in Sweden.
1: San Jose, Milan. Slatten might
3: be one of the only players that ever fully reached his potential with Raiola because I think yo know, moving uh, Dalit to Juventus, where he isn't starting week in week out, probably That's a bad move. Yo know, Henrik Mkhitaryan. Did he move him a bit too soon? Obviously, he's w- come to United. He's, he's gone to Arsenal. Roma now. Is it Roma as well with Chris Marlin? Like, alone, in his he? like, He's alone. These guys have moved around. I mean,
2: Lukaku left him, didn't he? Lukaku, didn't he leave? He was with him, then he left.
3: Yeah, Donnarumma had this amazing start at but AC Lukaku, Milan. Yeah, tried plan. to move or get a new contract, I think, because of Raiola, and then pissed off all the AC Milan ultras, and now he's forms in the gutter. Like, is there any player that um, has had... An incredible career somewhere. I mean, George Mendes has moved Ronaldo around four times, but you don't ever see the same sort of criticism of George Mendes because he seems to do it in a, you know, this might just be a, a respectable... Would a you, not argue,
2: way. Would class, you yeah. not argue as well that, and I mean, I'm not George Mendes' fan, but you could argue, even from your point of view, being brutally honest, every move for Ronaldo has made sense. Yeah. From Lisbon, source. Sort of.
3: you, you wouldn't say he's had a bad career because no, of being I didn't want him to
2: leave to Real Madrid and I think Manchester United are on that sort of level but i sort of understood it
3: but there wasn't that long protracted constant noise of is he is he gonna go is he not gonna go there was a little bit of noise there was yeah, like year of noise one like, after actually won the champions Shut, league mouth and give us another year yeah he yeah go. and he,
2: he did. did he did i've always respected that about him because he wanted to go in 2008 fergie had a word of him said listen let's retain the champions league
3: if all done the same thing let's retain that where do we come sixth let's retain that sixth place <laughs> let's go again next year and then we'll let you go after uh, when we come fifth next year to Pogba. Um but he's not even he does not feel like he's done that does it it doesn't whether or not he's legitimately injured and and the you know, word is he is legitimately injured as well don't believe though, it don't believe it, don't you, believe don't, it. you don't you don't right don't believe
1: in, i don't believe anything that's coming out of the club at the moment because you, you 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 see on saturday it's precautionary. Uh, he'll play. Seth, he'll play against Arsenal. Then all of a sudden, oh, oh, he's got an injury and he's out for three or four weeks. I don't believe anything that's coming out of the club, whether it be Pogba, Solskjaer, Much as I love Solskjaer, he, he you could see he's frustrated and he doesn't know what to say sometimes, and his hands are tied again. And you, you start to wonder what what what's the medical staff doing
2: down I'll, there? I'll say I'll just give an update to what Ollie sort of clarified. <laughs> he clarified is probably the wrong word, but Ollie said. Paul came back after the wrong spell out, two games, couldn't go to Burnley, felt his ankle was sore. We did a scan, and it's not the same injury. It's a different injury, and when you get that scan, you consult your own medical people as well, like I did. You want the best second opinion, and the advice was to have it done. It's not a major one, and probably, as I said, three or four weeks. Now, I think, yeah, he's just, to, sorry, he's finished on that point as well. Everyone made a big deal of Ollie saying he spoke to his people the other day, didn't he? Ollie said Paul spoke to his people, which everyone was in uproar about. Why is he speaking to his people? Why is he not speaking to Manchester United's people? So Ollie's clarified that and said, well, he's explained it and said, as in when you consult your surgeon and ones you trust, that's maybe my bad English. You have to trust the people you speak to. And when I did my injuries, I had people I spoke to, and Paul has people he trusts. And that's more important. That's right. more or less it, as on clear that, as it can be at this point.
3: On that, I will defend Ollie on that because I, I know one of the first team players um, that isn't in any sort of controversy ever. And, yep. and he's got his own physio that he is with uh, three or four times a week, and he does uh, stretching. And um, and injury prevention things with. So I can imagine if he did have an injury, I imagine that that, that guy would probably work with him. Yeah. On that as well. You know, remember, like people think players just turn up, do two hours of five a side, and then fuck off, and that's what they do all day. It's not. They're going home and they're doing a lot of recovery stuff, massages, uh, and then, like, this player has got um, a physio which comes round to his house, has him on, like, little wobble boards and on them, like, doing the things with, like, gelling them and stuff, standing yeah. there, strengthening his ankles, strengthening his joints and, and things like that. So he, they do, like, preventative um, stuff on top of that as well. So he does that to make sure he's, he's fit and ready for the first team. So I actually... I think of the money these guys are on. yeah, 150, 200 grand a week. Yeah. How much is it costing you to bring someone round for an hour? couple Of times a week, that's your career, you know. The longevity um, of your career relies on this sort of treatment and stuff like that. And sometimes it isn't all in the club, and maybe the club probably should provide that sort of stuff. Um, but like, this is what these lads choose to do. To like Gary you Neville, know, on that. Um, he's yoga, it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same thing. Prolonged his career, he said, didn't yeah, he? Gar- actually, he Gary Neville, you
2: no, you're to go yoga.
1: Yeah, Gary Neville, on this. Like I said players now they've got the, like their own gyms Don't. and they've got their own some physios some coming legs. in. Yeah. Come, coming home, they're doing stretches at home, warm downs, treadmills, and all that. Oh sure, because yeah. like, wouldn't you? It's, it's part of modern-day football. Well, no, Ronaldo, like the you, you all you hear about
3: Ronaldo is the guy's a machine. Like Paddy Ever said, didn't he? If he invites you to go out to lunch to his house, don't go. Or tech trainers. Like he's just you're gonna you're in for a beastin' because you can't go to lunch at Ronaldo's. He goes, he plays table tennis competitively. He'd be like, <laughs> let's have a swim. Let's like let's race up and down the stairs. Like he's just off his head, is not it? Yeah. So. I, I think there's other players that are you know, he's maybe not that, that
2: as well that would shut you out of his house if you beat him yeah salt right we're not having dinner forget it he's
1: a dedicated professional ronaldo and he's a natural bomb winner and you have to love him for so that.
2: what what are we saying here then, steak and andy because you're sort of saying you don't believe anything that comes out of poppers the mouth of the club you're saying you think there's some truth to it personally I think he is injured, I don't think he's faking an injury. I don't think he can fake an injury if we're scanning him One as of well. the lads told
3: me on Monday that he's injured before yeah. the Because when all that was coming out, with the, yeah. easy, isn't and I was like...
2: I, I mean, no matter how much you don't want to play for a club, you can't make your ankle scan under a scanner yeah. and, and show a medical team that you're injured, unless maybe you play for Manchester City or something. No, <laughs> I'm not interested <laughs> Allegedly, I'm, I
1: don't care if he plays for us well, again. I, I, I'm, I, just, I
2: just don't see... Because it's, it's a circus. I don't see a happy ending at the minute. And I think oh. someone's going to have to give something here and I think it might have to be Manchester United in the sense that they may have to just say "Play a let
1: again. him go
2: in the summer for less than what they were hoping for. Because I think if no one's coming in with 130, 140 million, you might just have to be in a situation where he's saying, all right, then, let's just get our money back. Yeah. Let's and get our right, 90 million or 89 million back. The circus is,
3: is draining. Uh, I think Gary Neville said it a couple of months ago. He's every week with a the guy. There's something else. And like, you know, he, he was posting stuff in his car um, on the day of the match. He knew that the, the for all that was gonna cause and the the what that would cause by him doing that and if he didn't he's thick
2: i don't think he is thick i don't, I don't think, think he is thick. i don't i don't think i think it's too easy i wish he was because i could dismiss a lot of what goes on and say oh he just, well, he's just would he thick thick But his he's brother not, coming out and talking not, the
3: way he talks his agent coming out the way he talks if if i had an agent and he was saying stuff that. I was, I was happy where I was and stuff like that. I'd have been like, mate, what are you on about? Shut your mouth. Oh, you've gone, even,
2: mate. Even the, the stuff. When Riola went after there eh, yeah. there's no way, right, that Pogba didn't know about that. And I'm not saying he told him to do it. I'm saying Riola's probably said, I'm not having this with him slagging you off. He's out of order. I'm going to fucking tell him. Pogba's like, right, whatever. But he would have
3: known about it. Well, he so, like, that's not off. It's like Scolds off in the past, isn't he, when yeah, he said And I've a youth saying, coach out of retirement. You're yeah, like, yeah, youth coach. I mean, technically, and, and, but like. And I don't you know, think. I'm that, not saying it. that's the end
2: of the world, slagging off Paul Skulls, You're yeah, just slagging off Paul Skulls, And Paul Skulls is a big lad. He can look after himself. But I'm just saying that I don't think Paul Pogba wouldn't have known about that and would have been like we I think yeah, we thinks he's
1: bigger than Pogba.
2: I think, I think he's bigger than a football club, by he does. the way. He's talking about Ajax, one of the biggest clubs in the world, and he's putting himself on a par with them. So, yeah, I mean. Guys, do get involved in the comments as well and get involved. Is there any players? Is there any players the, that have have in, done a in thing in the subs as well? Don't forget to subscribe. Um, sorry, someone just said these. Chris Welsing has said these guys never read out comments. Sorry, we've just been ranting about Paul Pogba. I, I um, has anyone got a comment for it?
3: What's that? Any players that have stayed a long career? That yeah, anyone? Rayola, Anyone had a, a player that played for Mino Reola or was no. it? A, a... How many players has he had that haven't reached their potential? Like look, Justin Cliver moved in for seemingly no reason to Roma. I don't even know if he plays there at the moment.
2: Isn't Someone's asking Daniel Riley, isn't the media circus the reason that um, Fergie sold Becks?
3: Right, on this. On. Yeah, it is. The floor is yours. It is. Mr. And Housen. how hilarious when you look at the two. Like, there was no um, aspersions that Beckham wanted to leave, for one. He never kicked up any sort of fuss to leave. I never even remember there being an issue about how much we paid him, considering he was this megastar. I never heard about his contract. I have no clue how much Beckham earned at United. Like I, that was never a problem you don't do do you even remember any yeah. issue about someone saying no.
2: someone saying Verati. I don't remember anything by the way sorry um, and someone saying I'll say no at the United family
3: hello Carl and Emma saying no no one yeah but you're right going back to the, the Beckham thing there was, there was a media circus and all it was is he's really famous that was the circus and that was the boot in the head that probably done it the boot in the head was an argument but by the sounds of things he it was ex- having them arguments all the time with every player so yeah, but he like didn't that. know what he it meant he sort of contributed
1: to it yeah. That season. Well, the way he
3: went shopping afterwards, and he was like, you did that on purpose. Did he? The guy got photographed fucking walking anywhere.
2: When I used to be a reporter at a radio station in Manchester, one of our the DJs on the radio station did this thing where they went down the cliff and said something like, did a sign like, leave our Becks alone, Fergie, or whatever. Like, making a joke out of it, like the fact that he kicked the ball in his face. So, Fergie heard about it. And the middle of the press conference our reporter was just sat there and, and he just banned him in the middle of the press conference he just went, You, you can go. You're on a three month ban <laughs> And he had to get up in front of everyone. And he went, he said to him, You want to know why? You can ask them two clowns. And he had to get up in front of everyone, walk to the front of the desk, pick up his recorder, <laughs> and walk out. It's just like soul destroying. But yeah, that was the sort of circus that was going on with Beck's at the time. And it Remember wasn't Fergie. in hindsight; yeah. it was no circus. No, nah, it was there just was no circus. And, was and, Beckham
3: was extremely famous. Was yeah, circus. there was like
2: the one incident one where I think he, he upset Fergie upset Beckham. Beckham said in his book that he said like because Beck's had to miss training because his lad was ill. Yes, um, before uh, the Leeds game. Yeah, and then so he dropped him. And then there was pictures of Posh Spice shopping or something. Or doing something, and, and Fergie said, "You know, why is your wife gallivanting round town when you're not at training? Because you're looking after the kids." And that got Bex back up because I think it wasn't just she wasn't gallivanting; she was either working or doing something that she'd, um, she couldn't, she couldn't change. So there was that, um, and then obviously, I think as well, just the way you look at those the team and the, the setup in 2003, he started playing only on the right to come in and I remember I think it was the Real Madrid game where he dropped Bex Bex came on yeah, and actually and scored two scored. goals oh. but I remember Beckham as well saying when the team was announced Beckham didn't have a problem with Oli being right winger he said he's sort of Oli been playing well had been scoring and, and I, can, I can live with that he said but when the team was and it, it's Veron at right wing who'd never played right wing before and I'm dropped it just didn't make any sense and then obviously he comes on he scores two but goals
3: did he kick up a fuss? No he didn't Was he in the media
2: Giving interviews Saying get me out Of this club No was he Fucked No No. Um, And you know Regardless what you Thought of David Beckham And I actually think And with your honesty I think you're right I remember that One of the most Underrated (laughs) players We've ever had People forget how good David Beckham And that sounds ridiculous. He was world class and rare. But there's a lot of people that think Beckham was just some sort of pretty boy who flogged t shirts and who, you know, had a famous wife. He was absolutely. Show you know the amount min- of people
3: that will argue with me when I say he was the out. best player in the world in 1999. I'm
2: going to oh like, I'll, I'll, I'll say Kino. Rivaldo won, Kino won
3: Ballon d'Or. Okay. Rivaldo won Ballon d'Or. He didn't get out of the group. Can you imagine anyone winning Ballon d'Or that didn't get out of the Champions League group no, nowadays? It wouldn't ridiculous. happen. No, no, no. Every single moment in 99 that you can think of. Pull a game out of your ass in 99 I'll tell you where Beckham is involved in it
2: uh, Manchester United 2 Tottenham Hotspur 1 Final game of the season Oh when he scored Right <laughs> Give me another one uh, Manchester United 2 In at Milan
3: 0 Oh when he assisted both the goals right? <laughs> give me another one uh, Manchester United 2 Bayern Munich 1 Oh when he put both the balls in from the <laughs> corner Oh give me another one <laughs> The Barcelona <laughs> game where you remember the little step over from York and Cole. Beckham scored. Give me another one. Newcastle <laughs> 2-0 FA Cup final. Did sc- uh, he didn't play in that game. I don't know if he did actually, I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, I think he rested him because he was playing centre All
2: stays- <laughs> I've got another one. Uh, Manchester United 2, Arsenal 1 FA Cup replay. Scored a world-class goal <laughs> in the first
3: <laughs> half and no one remembers it because Ryan Giggs scored the best goal that anyone's ever yeah, seen Giggs in the FA did. Cup. Nice one, mate. G- See. Every single moment of that season Yo know, the Juventus game You remember it for Keane's performance Who put a fucking ball in for that header? Hey I'll tell you Who put a ball in for Cole At the end of it David fucking Beckham Never mind that I think he had like So many goals So many fucking assists The guy was Yo know, the Barcelona games You remember them at home In the um, Oh yeah yeah in the uh, 3-0 uh, well, the home Old Trafford, yeah 3-0 The free kick The yeah, free, free kick David Beckham in both of those putting games up, The outrageous. balls for Dwight York at the, putting them the free in. kick he scored <laughs> like honestly, no one. I've not seen a season Bar Ronaldo at United that that was as good as David Beckham in '99. I thought Keane in two thousand two thousand one was Keane peak. I thought he no, Keane I, went to another level after that. First game of the season. I actually, I, I, the one uh, thing free kick against Leicester. Leicester. Who scored that? Beckham. Was it David Beckham, I yes, think it he was. was, was. the yeah. goal for that, On the opening day, wasn't it? Opening He's day so well. did score against Leicester. He scored a Wimbledon the week after. Yeah, he might have done.
2: I still say, for me, it was Keane all that season. I'm sorry. I'm not. You know, um, it's, a, it's an argument. you can have. Beckham came
3: second to Rivaldo in a ball. Yeah. Ball, and it was a travesty that he did. But because all of the votes for United players, because there was some several amazing performances. They just got split. Keane got a load of votes. I think Keane came like fourth or fifth in the vote and Dwight York was in the mix. Keane uh, should have come Bowles first just the
2: the for the Stad Alpe, Just for that one game. And if he'd never played another game all season and just that one game, he still should have won the Ballon d'Or. Because it was St- that good. Stan
3: was in the mix. Schmeichel was in the mix. Exactly. We it's had like seven players that was I mean, all in the, like, the top 15 for the voting. And I think that just split the vote. If we'd have all just fucking huddled and gone, we're going to get behind one guy, that guy would have won. If we'd have been scousers,
2: yeah. one of ours would have won. Yeah. Because we'd have had a campaign like the world's never witnessed. Yeah which had involved all the local press and media and every single Man United fan you could find. The guy who
3: won it played for a team that didn't beat us and didn't get out of the group we were in. And the two finalists came from that group and you're telling me that a guy from that group deserved to win it? I, I love the, the Champions fact League. Twenty years later,
2: he still cares. Twenty-one years later, he still cares. Still, actually cares. <laughs> isn't, this isn't me. just. This isn't just bluster. This isn't just. Oh, you know what? No, this I is like. actually. Like, he's actually angry. A month. Twenty-one <laughs> years, he's sat on his, Yeah, he's sat on his Twenty-one years. Don't you start me on that fucking Ballon d'Or. I'll say what happened in '99. <laughs> 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 Guys, get involved in the comments. Sorry, someone is asking. Yeah, you've got a good point here. No transfer talk. Someone's asking about Gomez. Is he off? Is Angel Gomez off? Does anyone know, Steve?
3: He's got a contract offer from United. He's got a contract offer from Barcelona. I would think the fact he's not playing means that he ain't signed ours yet, at least. Whether, I, whether he does or not, I, I guess it's not out of the woods until he, he leaves. But um, he hasn't, so... And, I, I and think make, make that Ends up answer,
1: at Barcelona. Anything. We end up buying him for £40 million again in about four <laughs> years. <laughs> £40 million and the rest. Yeah, and the rest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so,
2: yeah, typical. We'd pay £40 million for him if he was on a free. Someone's saying... <laughs> Busby legend, Jay, please ask Steve, isn't it easy to sell a gold ring in a room full of diamonds in, in relation to Beckham? He's, he's asked that about 10 times now. Um, listen, it was very easy to sell David Beckham. I'll tell you one thing about David Beckham just before we move on because I know we've spent a lot of time on him. We got our pants pulled down. 25
3: million? They and this wasn't, this wasn't day in
2: 1973. Yeah. You know, like, oh, 25 million back in them days it was like, you could buy the world for that. No, like, players were going for a lot more and he was. One of the world's best players, if not the best player. And the most marketable. One? Something stupid. It was even maybe... Even... God, I
1: remember the day they sold him at, at no, like, Ferguson's at a, a dinner. On, he's on holiday in I think it's Portugal or Spain. And a guy with a, a Sky TV... A Sky sports guy with a camera and a microphone. Why'd you sell David Beckham and Ferguson on his holiday?
2: And the look, Ferguson gave the <laughs> report. I can't imagine being that guy, the can you? The like,
1: death
3: stare. The cameraman's like, go ask him. He's like... Do you know what Sky aw. used to do?
2: Right, When they had a difficult question to ask, ask Fergie, that they didn't want to ask him what they wanted, well, they needed to ask him, they'd get a different reporter to come in and ask it. Like a freelancer? Yeah, just for the day. So he'd get banned. So he'd get <laughs> absolutely bollocks and banned. Um, because they couldn't like, say, say for example, it was James Cooper was the regular one. They wouldn't have James Cooper do it. They'd bring work in someone like, yeah, work experience. <laughs> great, great news for you. Put the First tie day, on. First you day for you, you got a Sir Alex Ferguson's press conference. The bad news is you've got to sit in the front and ask him, wh- ask him about Ryan Giggs. <laughs> 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 like, oh, okay. Um, transfer updates, people asking about those. Um, Ollie, Ollie, just quickly on the press conference, has said we're still looking. And as I've said so many times, we have our targets. If they become available and if it's something we want to do and the right ones aren't there, then they aren't. And so, they'd say, are we going to buy anyone?
1: Something we want to do well, considering that Tommen is out and Mr. Eagles out and Chelsea's transfer embargo is lifted. They're going to strengthen. Tottenham are going to strengthen. And we're going to stick with this till the end of the season.
2: Wow, that's a fucking brainwave, isn't it? Someone's asking, Eric Angel's asking, why do you think Ollie and United are so obsessed with Longstaff? He's a bench player for Newcastle and not our solution. Stephen Allison, are we really in for Longstaff?
3: I fucking hope not.
2: Because that is a test of my sobriety, I'm telling you now. Right? <laughs> <It was> we. <weak. laughs> no, no, right, listen, before people start getting excited, I'm sure Sean Longstaff is, you know, a very good squad player for Newcastle. You know, I'm not... Having a dig at the lad, but is he going to take Manchester United into the top four? No, is he much better or even as good as some of the young players we've got coming through? I don't, I don't think he is. You know,
3: is he better than Levitt Garner? Yeah, not sure to be honest.
2: And no, he knows we'll go and us, we're going to spend fifty million quid on him, <laughs> and then that'll be oh well, we bought that. Sure at the
3: start of the summer when I heard we was in for him, and I was like, I had a quick look at him, and I saw a couple of things where I go, actually, he 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 does bring it out of defence quite well. Uh, he's got a good turn on him. He protects the ball. He takes the ball under pressure really well, which is something that we're not very good at, especially in midfield. And he does move it forward quite well. But there's levels to this game. He ain't Michael Carrick. He's nowhere near Michael Carrick. And that's the sort of play that I think we envisage him as possibly being one day. Well,
2: that's silly.
3: And I thought, John, we was in for him and I was like, oh, if it's a Dan James, 10, 12 million. Eh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 I can do that. Out. And then when it was like, yeah, they want 50 million. I nearly fell over. <laughs> I can sort of, like, I can sort of get this in a way because
2: I was thinking about this last night. Like, if you look at Aron Wambasaka at 3 a.m., woke up like, but I did. No, that's the sort of thing I do in my life. I'm just sort of sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so long, stuff. Um, no, Adam Wambasaka had a man of the match performance against us. Didn't he? Two seasons ago, when Matic scored that yeah that goal of the season.
3: You think that's? Are you saying this is our scouting is no? But he, he i think, well against Aaron Maguire scored no, against us. So no, it's by him. no.
2: I'm thinking like, had we gone in then in that summer and thought, let's take a punt on this kid. He's only played 10 games for Palace, but he's been really good. And he's, he's, he's 19, 20. Let's take a risk. 15 million quid. Why not? I could sort of understand that going back to Longstaff thing. If we just seen him for a handful of games and thought, do you know what? He's only a kid and there's summer there. Let's get him quickly now before he blows up. And almost if he doesn't like work out, almost
3: it's... like we did with Haaland Yeah, of.
2: yeah. I get that. So that makes sense. But it's not, as it? It's become this thing where it's been dragged out. Newcastle have started going, oh, oh Longstaff. Oh, well, he's worth it. at least... Um, Just going uh, to polish uh, the old fenders
3: there. Um, 50
2: mil, yeah? And then you're thinking, right, with well, 50 million, that massively affects your transfer budget. Yeah. Because, you know, if you spend 12, 15 and million if on someone... you pay
3: 50 million for him, you're not paying him five grand a week, either. No. That puts you on a, a certain level of wage expectation, probably in the 100k kind of range. And he ain't that good.
2: And Fergie always said as well about players, you need to know that the right mentality... Now, you're bringing a kid, a youngster... He's like barely, you know, barely a teenager. Barely out, sorry, barely he's got a teenager. Like 20 games he's he's about, league, about twenty. he twenty-one years old. Twenty, something, something like, like that. that. Right, you're getting him. He's barely out of his teens. He's barely playing in top-flight football. You're giving him a massive pay um, price tag. Bringing him away from his hometown to Manchester United with all this expectation that comes like, know, him. Yeah.
3: So yeah. <laughs> well, there you go.
2: But it's a lot to ask for a player you don't know a lot about so you have to know whether he's right for it all and you know it just doesn't make any sense to me all the scouting
3: in the world and not the asking the questions and all the ones is he a mental or is he alright right (laughs) yeah you can still be wrong you can still just like Mkhitaryan was heavily scouted but there was things about him that they didn't know when he arrived at the club there was things like his upbringing supposedly uh, and the way he was treated by the uh, the national team the Armenian national team and stuff like that meant that he had a certain expectation of being a bit of a superstar and when he comes to united with zlatan no one gives a was, fuck about was it. was, was,
2: was like not having it was like i not like no mickey said the star of the show here i'll just take a back seat i cannot
3: confirm or deny was um, it you that was telling me about rojo which bit
2: about when we signed him we didn't realize he was out of the court and then a court case i don't
3: mean i told you about it but I, I i've know. heard
2: yeah you've heard that story haven't you and we signed rojo and then someone went, Oh right. Someone in the United staff, like in the office
3: Googled him. Googled him and went, Oh, he's in court, you know,
2: next week. Bottled his neighbour. bottle his neighbour. Is that <laughs> gonna be an issue with us like signing him and that if he goes to prison? Is he, are they gonna let him out on day release Because like, uh, we've okay. got you know, we've got Villa in a cup this weekend. Is he gonna be is he gonna get a day release for that? And someone went what, what, what do you mean he's, he's he's in court next week? Now, it panned out that there was some sort of deal made, I'm not saying Rojo was guilty but I think the, the neighbour may, may have a new house now <laughs> <laughs> and Rojo's charges went away but no one even knew that out of like the scouting or whatever or he was ever in charge of transfers, literally someone in the office went oh I want to see what Rojo's about because I remember asking, um, not asking personally but in a press conference where um, Van Al was asked about the work permit, it was dragging on why Rojo hadn't arrived yet and he was just like oh it's the work permit but apparently, you know, yeah, he had all these court case, or this court cases hanging over him, that. which just goes to show the sort of the, the nonsense of, of what is Manchester United and our approach to transfers when it's we crazy, can't man. even tell you whether a player is going to be a free man or not when we buy him, he well, may be in prison.
3: The Mkhitaryan thing was, yeah, like, uh, he would, he would like, he never integrated himself with the rest of the squad. He would sit on his own. Aww. he was a bit, it was just a bit weird. Billy um, No mate, yeah, and supposedly he told Mourinho to fuck off in an analysis session, and then that was the end of that.
2: The best thing you should do when you've got a player that isolates himself, don't get on with anyone, is go out and buy Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> I
3: was going to <laughs> was
1: thinking at it. Because
2: yeah. he's well-known for <laughs> ingratiating himself with everyone and being one of the lads who really likes to mingle. Um, <laughs> someone was asking about Gedson fernandez We don't know about him and neither do you. Um, Stop pretending. Grealish and Maddison um, and Sancho might happen as he's not getting game time. Oh, sorry. Greely and Madison will see their seasons out, so not happening. Sancho might happen as he's not getting game time.
3: Um, it was dropped for a bit. I think that's all sorted now. He's, he, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorted I, out I, I him watched now. him.
1: Um, it the play against Le- Leipzig the other week, three three. He had a, he had, a he had a blinding game. So I Just don't see that play. happening. Quality player.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think he does want out of Germany, but um, one of our lads knows him, like knows him, knows him from when he lived in Manchester, um, and the word on the street is he loves Manchester. But it'll be a business decision. It'll go whoever pays him the most. So, it'll go whoever pays him the most. You think well, that, at least, at least well, that's, that's us then, isn't it? Yeah. Well, but is, can probably, we do a deal? At least we,
2: that's half the battle, isn't it? Because some people, just like the bright lights of that there, London, don't they? Yeah. Um, so at Where least he's from? He, yeah. So, at least if he's, you know, so he, he, he obviously has been to Eccles Precincts and Stretford arndale a few times. But loves you know, it.
1: In Stratford Centre.
2: Been to the Stratford Centre. Can't go wrong there. The food court there is. Loves Longside Market. Longside Market. So I've said it before, you know, if you've not seen Besik at dusk, you've not lived. The, uh, so, uh, the
3: chances of us signing him, I think there is a chance, but like I wouldn't call us favourites. I, I think that, you know, Chelsea, um, and if you look at the numbers that Salah's been doing, he peaked a couple of years ago, and if Liverpool are smart, and I think I have to take my hat off to him that I'm not wearing, and say transfer right We've almost
2: gone a full 40 minutes without mentioning him. They're, no, they're quite right. smart
3: in terms of how they've done transfers. If they did bring in Sancho to replace Saha before he, Salah before he before he goes, um, that'd be great business. Something that we used to do and now don't even we don't even replace players that have already gone, let alone replace players while they're still here. You know, Kagawa was Rooney's replacement while he was still here. Brilliant thinking, and i am always <laughs> fucked that one up, but we still had the thinking in place that you know this will you know bed him with a with him for a year and see what happens. And all of this like. Um, yo, know, why are we looking at sign Highland It'll hamper Greenwood and this, that, and the other. Marcus Rashford had um Tony Marshall signed while he was at the club, he hadn't made his debut yet. Yeah. Zlatan signed, Lukaku signed, and Sanchez signed. Who's the one still here? It doesn't matter what who you get signed in front of you. They might not work out, you might work out, the young player that's coming through that's might not work out. I'd rather have you know if you'd have made um a business decision on signing a 29 year old injury prone Robin Van Persie when we signed him. Um, I, like, if role play it, you're Fergie. I'm Ed Woodward. Tell me you want to sign Robin Van Persie.
2: I'm not going to do the accent because I can't, okay. so I'll just do it in my normal accent, but we'll just, just pretend it's Scottish. Um, and I had a lot to sign Robin Van Persie from Arsenal.
3: Actually, I'm David Gill, so. Right. Hi, Dave, you're all right. Yeah, so I'm, uh, instantly I see the, 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 the tone change there. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So go on, I'm David Gill and you're Fergie.
2: Dave, how's it going? You are right. right? I'm all right, I man, need buddy. to pick them golf clubs up from you, by the way. On no, um, no. other matters,
3: um, I want to sign Robin Van Persie from Arsenal. Right, okay. So you want to sign another striker? Yeah. Right, so we've got uh, Chicharito, we've got Danny Welbert, we've got Rooney and we've got Berbatov and you want another striker?
2: Yes. Okay. Right, sound.
3: <laughs>
0: see, that's how it's done. That's <laughs> how it should be done. Um,
2: just on a tangent, did you see Robin Van Persie on BT Sport the other day? Uh,
1: driving around with Rashford no
2: cards, no 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 when he was chatting about yes it was sensational oh, one of the best stories I've heard he said that um, Fergie basically got everyone in a room and pointed at Robin Van Persie he said every time you get the ball you give it to him he's gonna win you the title and if you don't do it you'll be out of the team really? <laughs> And that, that was our tactic was just get the ball to Van Persie as often as we could and if anyone didn't genius and even like, <laughs> what made me laugh is he was listing the players that he said that to Fergie, Scholes, Giggs, Shinji, Rooney these aren't like, you
3: know, novices. These aren't kids. But you're telling you established staff, you're, talking, so you're giving it him. You've got, got Robin Van Persie being fed by Carrick, Rooney, Kagawa, and Scholes. <sighs> versus. I know, I know, I know. Pereira, Matic, Fred, Jesse. Yeah. And the point he was making
2: as well was I quite like the run by Percy on BT. He did a really good job. I thought he was and quite, he comes
3: across excellent
2: when he, he, talks. Does, he does. People are already getting excited now and saying, let's get him in as, as director of football. <laughs> well, obviously, because we've watched him on BT Sport for an hour so he, and he's mint. Um, but no, he made a good point And like, he was saying that our strikers are making the runs. If you watch him, if they aren't. You know, people go. They were crap, Marshall and, and Rashford. Especially Rashford is getting a lot of stick. But they're making runs, just not getting the, the, the passes. There's no,
1: there's nobody to supply the passes to him again. You know, you I can't think...
2: make sausage without the meat. Exactly. exactly. Do you know what I mean? Um, other, in other news, from going back to Oliver Presser, Paul is out. This is a preview, that. by the way. No. Okay. Um, see, how, see how I briefed you really well here. I just thought I'd get you in, <laughs> but you say there's a camera. We're live. Off you go. You go. Know, you know, I media role. And uh, Andy's not exactly someone who needs uh, a. a aren't I mate, you just sit down and say, it as, it say it as it is. Um, one thing that's been sort of almost slipped on the radar in the press conference is Tim fosu Mensa's getting closer. Now he's just turned 22. Does anyone still have hope that Tim Fosu-Mensah may play for Manchester United Football Club? Always, because he's my
3: adopted son. Um, yeah, of course I hope. Like Timbo playing in the Tim 18s Bo. and 21s, played at centre half quite a bit, um, played left and right back actually. Yeah. But for me, he was his best as. Um, I'm not comparing the two, so yes, if you're you gonna are, clip me up, like... make sure you tag me when you at me, right? So he's got Kante's style capa- uh, tendencies, I'll say, where he sniffs out trouble and he's got the the physicality to to get there from minute zero to minute ninety. Yeah, um, he's fucking rapid. Yeah, he's strong. All I'll say to anyone who thinks he couldn't do that, and I think his position's a little bit wild to play in the back four. Um, arguably, it's a little bit wild to play as a number six. Uh, certainly, is like ratter style, sort of like aggressive midfielder, um, in the Ndidi and Kante sort of mould. Go watch him against Tottenham. That game against Tottenham that we would lost three 0 That was nil nil to like the hour when he went off, uh, oh, yeah, and just yeah, watch yeah. how we absolutely crumbled when he went off. A, yeah. Like an eighteen year old lad just. Well, that first season when him and
2: Marcus came in together, it was both of them. I mean, I think it was Upton Park back when West Ham used to play there, obviously an absolute fucking stormer. I remember thinking this kid, I can't believe he's only a teenager. He's like a, you know, fully grown man, he can oh, read he the game. He's... Some of the tackles
3: in that West Ham yeah. game, you're
2: just like, oh, I remember him oh.
1: playing in the F A Cup semi final against West Ham as well. Yeah, well, uh, against Everton. Everton, that was Everton. that was the end, that, wasn't it? That was that was like
2: yeah. We gave that freak uh, the penalty away and Louis Van Al fell out of him. It yeah. was like his his sort of watershed moment. It was like four line against Chelsea with Fergie when he wore the wrong boots. And it was just like, that was it. And Van Al just like, didn't want anything to do him after almost, and he then went he out, started picking up um, injuries. Yeah, he
3: got a few injuries. He went out on loan to Palace. He started brilliant at Palace. If you remember, they sort of played him as a left-sided centre-half, uh, sorry, right-sided centre-half on the right of a three. Um, and he was doing sensational. Had some absolutely just Hollywood tackles that he was making, and people was getting well excited about him. Then they moved to a back four, and they played him right back. And then Wambasaka happened. And they was like, why are we developing United? Someone just said brand? that in the
2: comments as well. He got drops. Charlie Max says, Tim got dropped at Palace by AWB. You're yeah. right, mate, he did. So he, you
3: know, they went, why and, are we and... developing him? Let's develop him. So Timbo was out of the team then. Then he took an ill advised loan to, to Fulham. To Fulham. Bad, he bad he also, Wamba Saka might have happened because Tim fucked up. Because he, did that 2094 YouTube channel, have you ever seen it? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do like behind the scenes stuff.
2: Jesse's done stuff with him, I think. Has he?
3: Yeah. Uh, Timbo took them into the dressing room at Palace after a game they lost. And was like, (laughs) here's my favourite shirts. And someone's like, fuck is he doing? Who the fuck are they? Get him out. So, like, he got in trouble for that. And I think that might have been why he got dropped and wan Basaka emerged. How mad's that? Like a sliding doors moment. Uh, Guys, do get involved in the comments.
2: Don't forget to subscribe. Someone's asking, Busby Legends asking, seeing that Real Madrid have made it clear Isco isn't in their plans, would you be in for him? I think he's exactly what we need in that number 10 role. You yeah. don't know why he's not asked me and Andy that, but we'll go on. Yeah,
3: get him. I, I like him. He his knows.
2: Yeah, no, to be fair. <laughs> I haven't
3: heard I haven't heard Today, so confirmation, like
2: Isco is on his way. <laughs> Steven Allison said that. Um, someone
3: said that. We said that after the Haaland thing. Because oh. I think you titled it "Harland is happening. Um, and when me and Adam was talking oh, about yeah, it, yeah. McCullough was like, there you go, it's happening, as a fucking absolute joke. Yeah. My take on the Haaland thing was, I think I actually said this, Oli doesn't come out and speak the way he does unless he thinks it's happening. So, it yeah. sounds like it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> That's not me going, I've been told. I've not been told. I was, I was literally <laughs> saying that all the way through. I People are going to be clipping up the, the Fosu
2: Menter, can't they? Think, don't you worry, someone. Yeah, <laughs> like, already commented saying before, can't they? For, uh, no, he, he made it clear he wasn't saying that. It's that type of player. Um, Manchester United target should be Musa Dembele, Koulibaly, Coutinho and Adama. I would say I would say
3: another midfielder rather than Kula Bali
2: I don't think we're going to get Kula Bali, we're not going to spend all and. have
3: a Traore he's in the weights? Mate Stop lying oh, to me he called? not The MMA fighter that uh, oh, Herschel you're Walker on, You're on your own here Herschel, Herschel Walker who's a uh, Randy, Randy NFL, player, NFL player that went into MMA right yeah. The guy is about 280 pounds Jacked about less body fat than his table and he says all he does is eat a bowl of soup and 300 press-ups, or 3,000 press-ups a day, and you're like, hmm. Mm, What's mm. in that soup? Die on a bowl, I think.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Milinkovic-Savic um, <laughs> at, Lasti- at Lazio is yeah. a must. I, uh... hey, do you
3: know what? If you did, like, not Koulibaly, because you know, we've got our own Koulibaly and Axel for me. Um, if we went Malinkovic savic Adama Trore, who's just absolutely jacked and tanned out of his mind, he's fucking... He's, it's, it shouldn't even be a footballer looking like that. It. it should look oh, like no. it's a fucking running Do you running remember back, when he, he came
2: He came on against us in a one-all draw under Jose at Old Trafford? I remember thinking, who the fucking knows I not fucking noticed him before. And it was I like don't a think free he's 90 trade. minutes in him. No.
3: But if you dovetailed him and Dan James, whoever's imagine left back that, just got you know, turbo you not know, right,
2: you, it? You're in left back. You've got Dan James running at you for 70 minutes. Right, You're knackered. You're like, fucking this little some, Who's this, Mr Olympia oh, it's motherfucker? Oh, he's going off. Thank God for that. Dan James <laughs> going off. Wait a minute!
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, sorry,
2: oh, no. oh no, I'm gonna—oh my hamstring's gone. I need to come off. It's sub me. Um, Jesus! Someone say, "Oh well, no, that's talking nonsense." Uh, we need a centre back. Maguire and Lindelof are getting slapped around. Right, we're not going to replace Maguire. Let's just get that straight. Um, I think you mentioned it there. Axel would be. Um...
3: Eric Bay is nearly close to fitness.
2: I love Eric Bay. Mm,
1: I, I think, do. That's fair enough. I think Lindelof needs a time out.
2: Seriously, I think Lindelof is having a detrimental effect on Maguire. Now, you might say, well, can you work that out? Because they're both playing pretty poorly. But I think if you watch it, I don't. I think Maguire, for all these faults, he's still trying to make things happen. He still tries to bring the ball out of defence. He still tries to look for a pass. He's obviously got it in his head that that's what I've been brought in to do. I've not been brought in just to defend. I've got to you know, do a bit more. Mm. So I get that. I get he's trying it, and I always respect the fact that he's not just shirking his responsibilities. but. You watch the sort of the the play between the the, the defense and even when David Haye's playing um, playing out as well. And Lindelof for me is the one that always looks the most nervous. He's the one that sort of seems to be struggling the most. And I think that sometimes has an effect it's on. The don't talk you. to each other. And I do, and I think that I, the Haye's not a very vocal guy anyway. He's quite quiet. Um, Maguire, even though he's you know being the armband and he's quite fairly experienced Premier League level, isn't always in everyone's ear. And Lindelof barely speaks. So you have got sort of a, a quiet. <laughs> You've sort got to tr- triangle
1: that. Start talking on the pitch; it does help, doesn't it?
2: Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Um, one thing on the Wolves fixture as well, because obviously we've not really mentioned that. We, we have done a Wolves preview; you can find it on the channel. But um, I think Ollie said that Romero is going to start and um, Mason as well. I think. Not got any issues it, with either of those. It, 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 it was that? Sorry, I wasn't um, Romero and Mason are going to start. I think he said.
3: Yeah, I think Brandon's
1: starting
3: as well. Oh, is he? Oh, you'll be good about It's a big you? game. It's
2: a big game Saturday. If Brandon Williams starts against Wolves, does that mean he won't start against Sir? Probably, but I was looking at some earlier this well, morning. Was, I'm not happy with that. I, believe, I think
3: so. um, we've got like a thirty percent win ratio when Luke Shaw started um, oh since since Brandon made his debut. I think there's like a thirty percent win ratio when Luke started, and we've never lost when Brandon started. I think we've got a seventy-one percent win ratio when Brandon started.
2: Right, I just don't get the logic here. Are we just saying? Are we saying then, like, okay?
3: You could argue that's in different games, but like, look at some of the games he's played that we've won, and look at some of the games that you know, we've lost with Luke Shaw playing, like Watford, and
2: that. I don't even. I've said this after the Burnley game. I don't even know why we're having a conversation. Me and you've spoke about it in the past. You, you obviously know Brandon Williams. And my only concern is, can you play ninety minutes, sort of week in, week out? You say you can. You say I think so. You can.
3: Like, you know, I did speak to some, some of the youngsters, uh, um, and it wasn't any that I, you're seeing regularly in the foot It wasn't Mason. It wasn't Brandon. Um, I spoke to some of the ones that played in the Johnson's Paint uh, or Trade Fucking Leasing dot com thing, um, and they said because they've done well, they, you know, they, they've gone all the way through. They? They're, they're absolutely smashing it. Um, yeah, they, got, they lost. Um, was it lost? was Yeah, lost to Tranmere three two. But they, you know, they've gone for a few rounds playing against blokes, and, he, and the lads were saying, "I've never come off a pitch so dead. The next day, I was dead." So there is a recovery element to it. Now I haven't heard that from Mason or Brandon when they've played ninety minutes in the first team. So I don't know if they're made up differently. I don't know if they've just got a different type of fitness. Brandon's hard. He's an hard lad. There's Someone just got. said Brandon versus Brandon against
2: Williams against Traore. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting battle. I'd rather I? him than Luke Shaw against Traore. Oh no, one hundred percent. No, at least he, he could catch him. Yeah, and you look at Brandon Williams. Yes, he's hard. Um, He's obviously, up for it, up for um, he's not. A... I
3: think he's one yellow away from a bucket as well, so that's probably why a i be playing yeah. against it. Yeah, <laughs> all right, that's fair
2: enough. But obviously, as well, this sometimes get lost. Is a very good footballer, we saw it against Burnley again. I not keep going back to that game, we saw it towards the end against Sheffield United as well. Get, get yeah, way. Way. I think he was. I think everyone I was agreeing that, which is why it was so frustrating that against Arsenal, when we already had a weakened team anyway, with Pogba and, Tom and it out, that we weakened it further by playing uh probably three. Second best, maybe third best, left back. Behind. Might be fourth best because Devin
3: Mitchell started training on Monday too.
2: Really? Um, just <sighs> looking, looking... All
3: sorts of news this morning.
2: <laughs> uh, just looking at the Wolves game. He's going to start Romero. He's going to start Williams. He's going to have to shuffle his pack. We've got City coming up. Do you feel confident? Do you think he needs to go for it? Or do you, would you mind if he... No. about Ghana there? um there? Ghana. United issue Ghana and it up, updates. Um... Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has revealed both James Garner and Dylan Levitt are re- nearing a return to Manchester United following recent injury and setbacks. Garner has not featured for United since their Carabao Cup victory against Colchester last month, while Levitt's maiden senior appearance came away at Astana in the Europa League last year. The duo are both set to miss the FA Cup trip to Wolves at the weekend. However, Solskjaer says Garner will be in contention when the under-23s travel to Face West Ham on Monday night. Nice.
1: Okay. The Wolves game is massive because it's it's an FA Cup, is it? And the, ne- the next six days it will sh- will shape our season. Do you
2: think? I if think we, if,
1: if we lose them two, then questions yeah. are going to start being asked. The mentality heads will drop.
3: We could win both of them and come sixth, and people will still fume though. I know, yeah. but both of them cups, I are mean. winning Yeah. No, but
1: oh, yeah. It, this it's yeah. it's, 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 the, it's the I F- think FA that'd Cup. be enough for me. No? They, they they didn't turn up last season in the quarter final. They did, it was there to, to get through to a semi-final and get to the final. All right, we, we, we might have got spanked if we got there, off offset there. But they never turned up that night. The attitude stunk. And, and we lost, uh, like I say, 2-1 in the quarter final. And they, like you say, we beat Chelsea the previous round. And I thought, yeah, well, I think we're up for this. But it just never turned up. But it's a big four days, four or five days for United. These four days will shape the rest of the season, you so. think? I think it will. 'Cause if if you lose them, like I say, the attitude, I uh, they say the performance, we've got League we've got we've got Liverpool coming up this month as well. Two legged with City. we've got a few league matches as well. You've got to have that you got to have a right a
3: winning mentality. And, it, and it's one step
1: forward, five steps back every game.
3: I think even if we lost both of these what what would be better? Win the next two games, let's just say we get through in the We get through to the final of the League Cup. And we get through to the next round of the FA Cup and we don't lose to Liverpool at Anfield, but we don't sign anyone. I reckon that's more detrimental than maybe lose the next two games, sign someone or sign two people and have a strong finish and finish top No, this
1: is, where the, this is where we have to, if we win the next two games, beat Liverpool, get to the final, uh, well, then we have to sign somebody. You can't I go, oh yeah, the momentum will get through to the end of the season. Rubbish. You have to add to this, because Metomini's out for God. Long, well, we're on fumes like already. We're, up, yeah, we're running yeah. on empty and Joris El Bunner will, will get just, through just, till the end of the season.
2: Just a couple of things before we wrap up. For starters, I'll go ask you both, do you think we'll sign anyone? No. I don't I don't
1: I don't believe anything that's coming out of the club. <sighs>
2: At least you're consistent with that. You've said that for years. No, I don't believe anything. You've said it. that since I met you.
1: Like I said, I don't believe anything. I don't so, believe the so lies. He's, that come so you,
2: he's not. Andy's not watching the Wolves games. He doesn't think he's on.
1: No, I've been watching it.
3: Don't but... be <laughs> on about the lying. He said, why is it 5:31? By the way,
2: it's something to do with. Um...
1: Yeah, uh, t- I've I don't seen three 1231
2: as well. We've had a few haven't we this season. It must be some. If we get a replay, deal if we
1: get a replay of... back at Old Trafford, I'll be happy. Oh, God, I won't no, be. seriously, because I don't. Don't want say all that. All that. Don't life.
2: even mention that. They've already took the fucking money. Yeah, this is it. You get the, yeah, you get the text. Like, don't you? Like, the whistle goes. And your phone goes and it's like, United like... has been processed. You're like, i am a minute. And if there's like a slight delay and you, tell it the game's still going on, and you get the, oh, right, so we've drawn then, have we? <laughs> Thanks for letting us know, United. Um, Steve, will we sign anyone? And if so, who? Come on, you're ITK.
3: Yeah, but I haven't heard anything. Right, well, there you go. Then. So
2: obviously, no. <laughs> Do you think we will, just as a gut feeling or from your impressions of what's been going
3: yeah, but I don't think it'd probably be anything mega exciting. I think it will probably be a bit of a edge scratcher, like a Dan James sort of signing. Like, this is what does my nothing, man. We sign, we we scouted eight hundred and two fullbacks. Why don't we scout four hundred and one fullbacks and scout four hundred and one centre mids? I heard that the other Why day. We scouting Someone how many full-backs? Eight hundred and two. And which one did we sign? The one from the Premier League that were really good.
2: The the, 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 the man, I don't I don't how much did we, we how much did
3: we pay for him? Uh, all the money in the world. <laughs> This one is my tits in <laughs> my like.
2: You may as the last. My eldest or my youngest to be scout. Who's a good right back? I don't remember Saka buying. <laughs> I mean, you know, any, we scout eight hundred.
3: Any centre halves you know uh, of in England?
2: Oh, I watched someone have a good game against Tunisia. <laughs> buy him. eighty mil he's yours. No, I'm not. I'm being joke. I'm joking. Now, I think Aaron Maguire is a good defender, and I think I remember Saka's a good defender. It's just a bit of a nonsense that we went through all that rigmarole to buy the two most obvious players you could
3: get. That's it. And um, apparently we scout. That's the matter. Right? If we scouted eight hundred and two, there wasn't a gem in there that you like. Just you know, some seventeen-year-old well, yeah, playing first team t- in
2: Tunisia. There like? was sort of one there of Max Evans, but even then I thought that's not really a a, a gem. That's sort of obvious. Is that twenty-three
3: it, or something. Yeah, and he
2: was 23? like oh, Norwich just got promoted. He had a good season, so you think again, it's it's relatively obvious if you're looking for a right back, he's available. Um, so there wasn't,
3: yeah, there wasn't really any. Uh, any I still thing. rather that than the the mega star signings. No, Cavani's different. Cause I actually suggested I'd probably take him because he's he's got six months on his deal. If he could get him. If Oli still wants such so a bit more of a traditional centre-forward, Yeah, um, that's probably not going to be the thing. But then you go, actually, he'd probably want half a million a week. He, would he be able to handle the pace of the Premier League? There's still question yeah. marks on getting him for free, isn't there? So you're like, mm, I don't know who we get. He, Oli clearly wanted summer with Haaland. Um, with Harland. um it was just such was just the thing with
2: had, I know we shouldn't lament it too much. and We didn't get him. We need to move on. But it just sort of ticks all them boxes, did not it? Different centre forward, young players going to stick around. Been at Manchester before. Ollie it, knows him. Well, knows that was him, the biggest yeah, thing for yeah, me. Oli right, yeah.
3: had worked with him, uh, so, so Oli's looking at the team in training and he's going, "Oh, if only we had." I know who we could get. And someone he's worked with that, that, the, the there's always a risk no matter who you sign but I think the risk is lower when you're, you sign someone you've worked with and I think that's why you see people do that a lot you see players follow managers around loads of times don't you because yeah. they know what they're going to get out of that player so I always think that's a decent signing I have no idea if we're going to sign someone the optimist in me likes to think that we will because I like to think at some level even our owners want the best for our club no yeah. they don't <laughs> right, no. um, just that's before a, we go, that's as a well. discussion for another day.
2: I'm going to do Wally Week, but I just a quick question because someone's asked it and it's a fair question. What do you think of Ollie smiling after the defeat? Not happy with it. Not happy with it? Just not, you not, you can't defend that.
1: You can't defend it. I don't, lo- know, loving, I don't know. Much as I love I don't man. I, I mean, I'm I,
2: I not means to play devil's advocate. I wasn't really that bothered. And I think sometimes you just sort of, if you sort of clip it up or you stop the frame, it looks really bad. But sometimes you're like, you know. And yeah we should yeah, sometimes it's just the way you're doing things isn't it he not, gonna, he's, he's not it's he, didn't come out like, how <laughs> hey, you want is that going to is he a
1: hey, set as a good manager
2: he gonna, is isn't he is he going to do what was is he going to do that if we get spanked by a center I think a little bit of blood out proportion um right final definitely final one Wally of the week house and staff Wally of the
3: week um Who the foot was a referee um against um, Arsenal? No nah, that's what I'm thinking VAR? yeah
1: Var. Yeah. yeah, I'm. am I'm, I'm going with VAR because I'm, well, I'm sick. Well, not
2: doing Woodward this week. Do, uh... I'm
1: sick of it. I'm sick of it. The costing goals. It's entertainment. You're offside by your stud or your shoulder. Scousers. I'm not, I don't dispute it. They're going to be champions now, and they're playing. And they're just like Wolves were robbed of a points Sunday, as well. And I saw Jack J- um, Burnley goal for J- for Grealish uh,
3: at Surf Moor. It was a stud offside. A stud. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ, lad. Can you see
3: what the um, the secretary of IFAB come out and said? What? Go on. Um, that if you're looking at 15 different angles and, and um, going into minute details and getting rulers out, then that's not how the is meant to be implemented. So my take on that was Premier League is using it wrong. You just need to restart the season and whoever's top now, I guess. Thing the thing is, the we're the line. only country to use the actual line technology because yeah. no other European leagues are using yeah. it. Because it's supposed to be clear and obvious. So you're supposed to be able to look like the Drogba one against United in 2010. Yeah. You're supposed to look at it and go six miles, miles offside. Yeah, Don't get style on
2: that. Six miles offside. That that, that fortnight was one of the worst four nights ever, and it sort of puts things into perspective now because we were not knocked out the Champions League and finished second in the league. Um, and we lost to Bayern we, Munich on the well. That's what I mean. It was Rooney got injured in Munich. He stood on his foot in the build-up to their goal. Then in the replay, Rooney plays injured. Ten minutes, he played ten minutes. Two nil. Got got took off. Raphael, who was the most obvious second yellow waiting to happen I've ever seen in my life, gets his second yellow and gets sent off. And then they score and we go out. Um, my Wally of the Week, right? I don't know his name. There was a referee. Someone will know, be able to dig this out. It was doing the rounds on Twitter. There was a referee in one of the lower league games who counted out. Dom's laughing. I think he knows what I'm on about. Yeah. He counted out he did the wall. There was a free kick and he counted the paces out to the wall and he did seven paces instead of ten. And you can see is like, Isn't the rule
3: wolf... ten yard, not ten paces? But it wasn't 10 yards, you could see it was like... OK, but it's not, the rule isn't 10 paces. So I see a lot it's of them do a, 11 because ele- 10 yards. But it's yards. only 7.
2: You're not doing 7 yards. No, that's no, not, I, I did not see it. It was, it was bangers. I mean, because you could tell it was bad looking at it. There was no way near it. And all the players were doing it themselves and saying, what are you doing, mate? But he was having none of it. So, yeah, I'm going to go with him. It's actually a joint between him and Mike Dean. Did you see what happened at Oldham? Because Mike Dean
1: did see him. OK, Salford, did you see what happened at Oldham? No Shrieker ran on the pitch. He was funny. Oldham were getting beat for one. them were getting beat for one. One. Hey, on. one. They missed the and that, uh, and streaker around on the pitch and it was the highlight of the day at Boundary Park. Kind of it cause I, I, I like all them as well, but uh, it was funny to see. It sort lifted the mood and
3: the fans um,
2: thought it was hilarious. Were you cold after after you finished? I cannot confirm or
3: deny. <laughs> <laughs> told you about got shrinking. to blood it up a bit sometimes are not you when you do stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> can be a bit embarrassing shrinkage
3: um, right Steve
2: where can people find you Stephen Housen Padre, What you've got more irons in the fire than a blacksmith <laughs> Um, yeah, nice contemporary metaphor.
3: Uh, I'll be doing my preview for the match later on if you want to come and have a quick look at that. I've done a transfer are. review on Stratford Paddock if you want to come and see what we're doing on there. Uh, and if you're... Actually, let's do this. If you're a football player in Manchester, uh, we've got a trial for Stratford Paddock <coughs> to tomorrow. Um, we've got four teams starting tomorrow. Um, Brilliant. We're aiming for Northwest counties. We're aiming to go in Division 10, which is where FC United started. If we don't get that application accepted, uh, Manchester League's where we're going to be going, which is Division 11. So we're technically in the football pyramid, uh, which means if we get one promotion, I'll be managing in the FA can Cup. You,
2: right. Can you not do me a favour, right? Can you not have me as like your seventh sub? And <laughs> just bring me on with 30 <laughs> seconds to go so I can say I've played. I've in, done
1: that in, he, in he did football. that. He did that with me. I played in a, a game. Against... Do it for him. Why you can't you do
2: it for me?
3: Arsenal fan V. Play yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. And we beat 2 1. Well, can't you do that for me? Just give me like four seconds.
0: I were you, in the were, FA Cup? Yeah. So when I'm, am I going to come on played, then? I played in the <laughs> FA Cup. Like,
2: my missus was calling me John Tenney because we've got a team and um, I was like assistant manager and we played in the cup final and we were 4 1 down and we've like a minute to go, I brought myself on. <laughs> <laughs> Ran around like an endless chicken just trying to get a touch of the ball.
3: But yeah, if you want to know more, uh, just go and check out my Twitter. I'll retweet the uh, the link now you need to sign up on a link so we've got everyone's contact details and so we're not messing about with paper and that tomorrow. But 9 o'clock tomorrow at Hardwick Pits if you want to come and have a go. Um, we're going for a decent level. So we're aiming for a thingy, but we're also going to have a Sunday league team if you're an absolute fucking record. if you fancy that for the Bants. So uh, come and get involved. It's going to be a good laugh. Yeah, it will be. Good stuff.
2: Mr. Taylor on that there Instagram, aren't
1: you?
3: Yeah, I'm on Instagram. What's your, uh, what's
2: your handle? As you're and there uh, underscore mufc underscore tape. I think you should give yourself twenty minutes after the final whistle before you post. That's my advice to you. Just a suggestion. You're Instagram, Do what you want. I'm just saying, give yourself a twenty-minute cooling-off period, and then post. Just take it or leave it. Um that's been, <laughs> the, that's been I've been Jay. We've got Adam McCullough coming up soon. He's over in Germany for Manchester United and under 19s tournament. So look out for that. We've also got the preview as well. You can check out that. We've already filmed that, and that's on the channel as well. And coming up for the Wolves game, we'll have the watch along, we'll have the fan cams, we'll have all the post-match reaction as well. The phoning, live reaction, phoning will be coming back as well. So don't forget to hit subscribe and like. That's been Andy, that's been House and I've been Jay. Thanks for watching.